0: Welcome to Powered by Magic, where we discuss topics surrounding magic and common, or not so common questions. Let's take this journey together. Hi, I'm Tatiana. And I'm Sylvia. And we're
1: coming to you from Eugene, Oregon. We invite you to conjure up a broom and ride with us. How was your week oh boy um so I did therapy this week you know over internet tele telehealth sort of stuff how is that for you it works pretty good I actually really like it that way that way I don't have to get up out of my house and go out and face the world I can actually you know do it from the comfort of my home yeah not having to deal with travel time yeah yeah it's very nice And then I visited my dad and my stepmom, and that went well. We spent all day there after my therapy appointment. They live up north from here, so it's like almost an hour drive. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then Mother's Day I spent with my foster mom and sister. They're not officially foster mom or sister, but they might as well be. They're just, they're so close to me that, and they've helped me out so much throughout my life. Yeah, they're just totally like your family. Everything I've ever heard you talk about with them it just sounds like family. So Yeah, it's family. And how about your week? Well,
0: my week was mostly pretty normal. I went ahead and, you know, worked like I normally do. I do a cleaning job.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I worked on learning and studying more tarot, I do a class with uh, Sisters Enchanted, the Tarot Throwdown. Mm. And I've been working on that for a while, so that I try to get to when I can. Mm -hmm. I referee between my cats. I've done (laughs) lots of that this week. I have two cats, one which I've spoken about before in here, Ember, Mm -hmm. who is about a year old. I have a cat named Loki, who is 19. And they don't get along very well because Ember really, really, really wants to play. And Loki really, really, really doesn't want to play. Oh, boy. He is old and he hurts and he just can't tolerate her. Unfortunately, they don't get along. So I am the constant referee who can't get anything else done in my house. Oh, no. And then there was Mother's Day. My son came over with my... Uh, daughter-in-law and they brought me a couple presents and a Mm -hmm. rose and we sat and chatted and it was really lovely so it sounds sweet thanks it really was I'm gonna ask you a question Uh
1: oh (laughs) can you tell us about your hobbies oh hobbies my hobbies are knitting origami and video games heavy on the video games yep my favorite game currently is the Elder Scrolls Online which is an MMORPG that stands for this is a mouthful a massively multiplayer online role-playing game and then i guess my other hobby is podcasting now (laughs) i think that goes for both of us yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) my hobbies are knitting i like to make journals some basic jewelry making those journals
1: are amazing
0: Oh, thanks. I haven't done them in a long time. I really enjoy doing them, but they take
1: so long to make. Mm, They look like they take a long time.
0: uh, And people don't really journal anymore, and people have said to me that they like my journal so much and it's so pretty, they don't want to write in it. Oh. And I'm like, but that's why I made it. Oh. I kind of have lost a little bit of my interest because... Well, they takes so long and people don't use them. Mm. I like to make bath salts from time to time. And I like making decorative origami boxes. Ooh. I love using beads as the little feet on the boxes mm-hmm. and also for the handles. I like coloring a lot. That's the easiest thing for me to actually get to. Mm-hmm. I have so many pens. Oh my gosh. She mm. has menagerie. Too many choices, actually. <laughs> I love to hula hoop. I got to do that the other day, met a couple kids who wanted to share in hula hooping and had my music going. It was a lot of fun. Nice. Then, as we said earlier, podcasting is the newest thing. And because of that, I don't really get to much of the other things, that and my cats. I don't have a lot of time to get to the other stuff right now, but I'm
1: really enjoying this right now. Yeah. Tatiana is doing all of the editing, so she is amazing. (laughs) I love her. Okay, blame me when it doesn't go well. (laughs) Put me on the spot. Thanks. Okay, now we're going to have two lunar deities today, Diana and Thoth. Diana is a Roman goddess of the moon, hunters, crossroads, childbirth, and fertility. She is a maiden in a short tunic with her hair up, always has a bow and arrows, and is often pictured with dogs or deer. Her duties are watching over the rural lands, helping to conceive and also helping ease birth. And she gave light to the night as the moon. She is the daughter of Jupiter and Latona, sister to Apollo. And the stories here is we have two stories for her. The first one is there was once a hunter named Actaeon, and he went hunting with his dogs one day and happened upon Diana while she was bathing. Now, some stories have him doing this on purpose. Some of them have it accident. Whatever it is, the result is always the same. Diana was very angry because he saw her naked. She turned him into a deer and he fled. Unfortunately, that caught the attention of his dogs. They followed the fleeing deer and unfortunately eventually tore him apart. Yikes. Yeah. Don't, don't make the, the gods mad. <laughs> I was going to say, do not mess with them. <laughs> no. The second story is Diana fell in love with the great hunter Orion. Her brother Apollo was not so happy with that because he was very protective of her maidenhood. He challenged her to a shooting contest. Each target was progressively farther and farther away until eventually the farthest one, He had her shoot, and she won the contest, but what she didn't know was that that farthest target was the head of Orion, and she killed him. Oh, man. Now, in her sorrow, she put Orion in the sky. To keep him company, she gave him Canis Major, which is the big dog, and Canis Minor, which is the little dog. That's the second story. Hmm. All very tragic, unfortunately. Yeah, so often they are with the gods. I know. Interesting fact is Diana is the Roman equivalent of the Greek goddess Artemis. And her symbols are the crescent moon, crossroads, hunting dogs, deer, quiver and bow, and silver.
0: Sylvia, I thought maybe I could take an intermission here between your deities and share a poem that I picked out for the waxing moon. Would that be okay? Yeah, that would be great cool i picked out a poem called silver which as my understanding goes
1: is something you knew as a child yes i don't remember what grade i heard it in but i heard it at school the first time i heard it i just fell in love with it and made the point to memorize it which makes me think that you should be doing this but i'm still (laughs) gonna go ahead and do it
0: okay (laughs) so here we go silver Slowly, silently, now the moon walks the night in her silver shoon. This way and that she peers and sees silver fruit upon silver trees. One by one the casements catch her beams beneath the silvery thatch. Couched in his kennel like a log, with paws of silver sleeps the dog. From their shadowy coat the white breasts peep of doves in silver-feathered sleep. A harvest mouse goes scampering by with silver claws and silver eyes and moveless fish in water gleam by silver reeds in a silver stream. And that's by Walter de la Mer. I can tell you were going along with me. Yes,
1: I was. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it's back to you. All right. Our second lunar deity is Thoth. He is the Egyptian god of the moon, writing, magic, mediation, and learning. His description is he looks like an ibis-headed man often depicted writing something. His duties include arbitration of the gods' problems, maintaining the universe, guarding Ra's boat along with Maat, pronouncing the judgment of the dead. He would actually work with Anubis with the balancing of the heart against the feather of truth on the scale that they had. And whatever Anubis judged, then... Thoth would write down and pronounce it as, that was the judgment.
0: Oh.
1: And then, his lineage is he actually had no mother or father, as he appeared fully formed. Wow. Yeah, so he just, boom, he was there. The goddess of wisdom, Seshat, is said to be Thoth's daughter, or sometimes his wife. Gets a little fuzzy with gods and goddesses. It does. The story we have for him is... At one point, the calendar was only 360 days. Nut, the goddess of the sky, was infertile for the year. Thoth made a wager with the moon to get five days. Thoth won the wager, and during those five days, Nut was able to have children with Geb, the god of the earth. One of the reasons why it's said that the moon is dimmer than the sun is because it gave away those five days. Oh. Interesting facts. Thoth was said to have written everything human and divine, and he was equated with the Greek god Hermes. His symbols included ibis, baboon, moon, paper, writing utensils, and scales. Oh, thank you for that. Yeah.
0: At this point, I'm going to give a forewarning. Today's episode is full of information you may want to revisit and take notes on. Or not. (laughs) Either way, we hope you'll enjoy our efforts. Not everything here is covered and we're happy to hear anything you'd like to share on these topics. hmm Your experiences, other information you can
1: add, or just let us know how we're doing. Yeah. Now, we talked and decided that we'd do the elements along with the moon phases. We have paired up the moon phases along with the element we thought that fit it best. This is going to be a little bit of a series. Today's element is air, and we thought we'd share some correspondences with you. Now, what's a correspondence, you say? Uh, It's simply one thing that shares a commonality to another, or two things that go together. Back to you, Tatiana. (laughs) Thanks.
0: I'm covering the air element. It rules the mind, all mental, rational, and inspirational processes. Theory, knowledge, logic, and learning. The colors are often connected to are bright yellow, white, light pink, pale blue, and basically all pastels. The time of day is dawn. The time of the year is spring. Places might be wind-blown hills, plains, mountain peaks, cliffs, or anywhere you can imagine wind flowing freely through. I also thought, as I was writing this down, I got this vision of being in the city and, you know, being in an alleyway or on
1: a street where it's, you know, really windy and you can just feel it going through and that's mm-hmm. magical too. Yeah. And, uh, or standing on top of a building and feeling the wind from there. Right. Right. Urban shaman. Yes.
0: <laughs> and it's really important to remember that, you know, it doesn't have to be out in nature. It's optimal, but get creative you know mm-hmm. wherever you're at you can use what you have at hand yep the tools are the athame sword and censer. the spirit realm would be sylphs which are the guardians and invisible beings of air the sense is smell the jewel is topaz incense would be frankincense plants anything springtime primroses pansies vervain violets tulips hyacinths lilacs and wisteria and that's just to name a few wisteria is my favorite all-time favorite they are so pretty they're such a fairy magic kind of flower and i can't wait every year for them to bloom Mm. if you guys don't know which probably don't because i don't think i've mentioned it i'm super hugely into fairies so you'll probably hear a lot about that the tree associated with it would be the aspen and I don't know if you've ever had the uh, opportunity to hear the wind going through aspen trees but it's just really beautiful.
1: I'm not sure I have
0: now that I think of it. Okay something that sounds really similar to it that we have here and really have around Eugene, Oregon quite a bit are
1: cottonwood trees. Now that I have heard and that's wonderful.
0: Yeah when the breeze goes through them the Underneath of the leaves will turn, and you'll see the silvery shimmer underneath them.
1: mm-hmm that's beautiful now talking about cottonwood, I was working this last week, and there was cotton from cottonwood everywhere. <laughs> it got in my car, it got in my hair it was in fact, I was driving today, and a little bit of cottonwood cotton floated out from out of my car <laughs> as I was driving. <laughs> I remember
0: one year I came out of my house and it was when I first moved here. The whole yard, I kid you not, was like an inch of cottonwood cotton. And it oh just looked gosh. like springtime snow. It was so beautiful. Mm. But God forbid you should be allergic to it. Oh, no. Yeah. That would be, I am actually allergic to it. So it, it's a little bit of a difficulty for me, but mm. I still love it. The animals that are associated are birds, songbirds, and raptors alike. Some insects might be dragonflies, butterflies, grasshoppers, mayflies, and lovebugs. Lovebugs are, if you're not familiar, something from Florida. Yeah, I'm not familiar with lovebugs at all. Well, they are not loved down in Florida. (laughs) They actually get to be quite a nuisance. They come in, you know, kind of Largest swarms. Okay. And when you're driving down the highway, what people hate the most is that they come up into the grill and the fenders and they get on the paint and they're very hard to get off and Ooh. they gook things up terribly. And that's actually why they have those uh, material things around the front of the cars. Have you seen oh, those? Yeah. It's a lot of the reason is because of love bug season.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I hope you guys understand what I'm talking about. I don't know the name of what that is. I
1: think it's called a bra.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right, tarot, the suit in tarot would be the suit of swords. If you were to consider a gender with the element of air, it might be masculine. Goddesses you could relate to would be Arianrod, Aradia, Guanyin, and Urania. Gods you might consider would be Anlil, Aeolus, An, Anshar, and Devas. The east wind is known as Urus. Zodiac signs would be Aquarius, Gemini, and Libra. And air is to know. Mm. I've put these items together, but you'll frequently find that they overlap into other elements. For example, the dragonfly can also be seen as a fire or water element. Raptors might be seen with fire in the south. The mountains could fall under the category of the earth element. Ultimately, you can often find links in most things, like we talked about the urban shamanism. Yeah. And get creative. Think about the varying attributes of what you're considering doing and apply it appropriately. If you can connect it, then it isn't wrong. Do what feels right at, for the task at hand. I suggest looking into this some more and get a broader view of what you can use. There's so much more out there, We're just mm-hmm. barely touching on it. Knowing these correspondences really help you to do magic, especially when it comes to spell work.
1: Yeah, if you'd like to connect with air better, you might do a morning invocation like Tatiana has for us here.
0: Yeah, I've uh, come up with this one. It was inspired by the one that I learned from when I was studying in a coven, but it is different, and you can come up with your own. This is just an example. It goes like this. Sacred spirits of the air, spirits of the dawning light... I call you here, I ask you, come. May your secrets be whispered in the silences of my mind, that my dreams and greatest pleasures be free from ties that bind. Let your knowledge echo in my words, till the day I know is done. Sweeping breezes of the east, I call you,
1: come. Almost get goosebumps from that. (laughs) Thank you. Now we start the waxing moon section to give you a better idea of what the associations and correspondences are, as well as an activity and a spell to get you started. The waxing moon is a time of beginnings, and so it is associated with the springtime. This brings with it the energy of new things, new projects, you know, something like a new garden or new crafting project, new ideas and new strengths. This is a time to plant and a time of growth, any ideas or plants planted at this time, will feel the quickening touch of the maiden. It is a time to enjoy youthful pursuits. Possibilities abound. It's also time to be a little adventurous and get out of your comfort zone. Think of the smell of a baby, a kitten, or the feel of sunrise on your skin, or the first flowers of spring. It's childhood where everything's mystery and magic, or the moment a seed breaks out of its shell and becomes a seedling. I love that can be associated with air and fire both for fire for the maiden ready to fall in love and for creative pursuits air for the feeling of newness laughter and frolicking yay associated with birds newborns felines wild and untamed beasts colors associated with the waxing moon are white lavender pale blue pale pink light yellow and anything pastel just like spring yeah and air Mm Mm-hmm. Another time you can use this type of energy is at dawn, because it has that same beginning pop. If you're specifically looking to use moon energy, Monday is the day to go to. Intuitive stuff, divination, that sort of thing. With the waxing moon, we work with the maiden, so maiden goddesses are perfect. Persephone, called Kore in her maiden aspect, is a deity of spring and is a great example. Maybe you're looking for a youthful look at life, or for beauty to find a partner. Diana is a deity of the moon and a maiden goddess, but she is nonetheless fierce. She is a huntress, and if you're looking to hunt down a prize, she may be the one to go to. As far as gods go, Thoth is a great one to bless your magic as both a deity of magic, the moon, and he's associated with spring. Another associated with spring is Hermes. He's great to lean on when communication or learning is required. Astara and Beltane are the holidays associated with spring and so the waxing moon. Spellwork at this time spell work at this time should be focused on increase, finding new loves and friendship, or increasing the love in a current relationship, wealth and prosperity spells, better health, and success. Great, thanks. Mm-hmm.
0: The following segment is going to offer some magical activities, just some activities for the waxing moon. The first one that I came up with is revitalizing yourself. The tools you'll need for this are going to be an athame if you have one, otherwise you can use your pointer finger as well, some sage, a jar of some sort with water in it, blowing bubbles if you want, some music which is optional. But if you're going to use music, use something that doesn't have words with it or words that aren't very coherent so that it's not distracting. Incense, which is also optional. Frankincense is the best one to use. Mm. And for this, you do
1: not need an altar. Okay. Makes it very simple.
0: Yeah, that's what I was shooting for. Very tangible, I hope. Prior to starting, use the sage to cleanse yourself of any possible negative energy. For example, your day, any negative experiences that are on your mind or encounters that you've had during the day, fears, anxiety, basically anything that might keep you from clearing your mind and keeping present for yourself. Generally I use the lit sage held in an abalone shell or some other vessel. I've also been known to use the bottom of a clay flower pot. Let's come back to urban shamanism. (laughs) I start at the top of my being and work my way down, passing the sage around myself in a counterclockwise direction. Counterclockwise is most often used to banish things. Uh I stop and pay special attention to the top of my head, the palms of my hands, and the bottoms of my feet, is how I was taught. Uh I think it has to do with those places being the energetic openings to your body. Aha. As you do this, imagine releasing everything that would disrupt your focus from this intention. And now you're ready to begin. In the light of the moon, as it rises, go outside if possible and find a nice quiet space where you won't be disturbed. If you can't go outside, try to find a sacred space, a place where you feel the best energy. And if it has a window, all the better. It would be nice if the moon could shine in on your magic as you're doing it. Cast a circle around yourself, as we described in in depth in our last podcast.
1: Just a quick reminder, that energy you've been working with and playing with, now is the time to draw on that energy. You'll want to direct your energy to your pointer finger, or a thame if you have one, on your dominant hand. Walk around your circle, keeping in mind how big or small you want it to be, and send that energy into the circle with your finger, or a thame. Keep in mind the kind of energy that you want to have with you for this recharging ritual. You want it to focus on recharging and renewal and that sort of thing. Right. In this case, maybe cast a bare minimum the size of you lying down plus two feet around you. Mm-hmm. And remember to seal the circle by visualizing it and say, so mote it be. Or, smib! <laughs>
0: <laughs> then lie down on your back in the most comfortable way you can, or... You can sit depending on how you want to do this. Remember, if you need anything to help you be comfortable, bring it into the circle prior to you actually casting the circle.
1: Yeah, going out and getting pillows while you have your circle casted just doesn't work.
0: Well, no, if you do, you have to cut the door and, you know, that's extra work and extra energy. Yeah. So it's best if you have it all with you and are prepared. Uh Uh-huh. Now close your eyes, clear your mind, and bring yourself to the present moment. For me, I often need something to focus on in order to do this. It might be to envision the moon or think of a color or a stone. I particularly like using a bicycle wheel because I can imagine the spokes turning and I just visualize that and it kind of Mm -hmm. mesmerizes me.
1: For me, I like to focus on my breathing and count numbers as I breathe in and out. Yeah, just keep
0: it simple. I remember also doing the counting from 100... Backwards and then from one forwards at the same time. Oh my goodness! It works. It does. It's hard, but it does does work. Well, anyway, leave yourself as much time as you need to do this. Don't let yourself get impatient. Take the time to relax. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Once you've managed to get yourself present, try to imagine a river or stream. If you have one that you get to visit from time to time that feels special to you, then go ahead and imagine that. Consider its surroundings draw yourself a vivid picture that you can place yourself in then see yourself there lying or sitting under the waxing moon feel its energy raining down on you and like a child begin to spin and frolic in the energy of the maiden if you're lying down just visualize this if you're sitting you can stand up and literally do this and maybe blow the bubbles that you brought in it's a lot of fun (laughs) i love it makes me feel like a little kid Mm -hmm. whatever helps you be like a little kid bring it with you
1: Mm -hmm.
0: play as long as you like in this space and once you're ready get up or stop and give thanks to the maiden for her energy and pour a small portion of water onto the ground or into a plant as an offering open the circle by saying let this circle be open but unbroken Then you can take your water, which is as equally charged as you are by the Maiden Moon, and keep it in a safe place where you can sip at it anytime you feel you need an extra boost of energy. While drinking it, remember
1: your playful, childlike self. Such a great view. Uh, Just thinking of myself frolicking and blowing bubbles. (laughs) Here Tatiana prepared a spell for all of you to try if you'd like.
0: Okay, it's a waxing moon spell to, uh, once again, reconnect with your youth. You will need a moonstone and you will need some oil. The oils I recommend are lavender, spearmint, lemon, or gardenia. It's completely up to you, whatever calls to you that feels like the right energy for this. You can use one or you can use several at a time. It's totally up to you, optional. You'll need some glitter, light pink, light blue, silver... Any of those. A jar with a lid, which you can decorate with some symbols, you know, of the energy that you want, of the maiden or hunter moon. Use a symbol, like use some dye in the water or a marker. That's up to you. The goddess or god that you want to consider for later invocation is Diana and Thoth. The water is collected from outside. Now, you either would use rainwater or A stream if you can perhaps a pond but not the full moon and the reason for this is not the full moon no not the full moon i i feel like the full moon is really associated with the ocean and that's i think what most people think of so i really wanted to consider more the crescent aspect of moving so no ocean water no ocean
1: water okay (laughs)
0: Use the jar to collect your water during the thinnest sliver of the maiden slash hunter crescent moon. Then choose which ingredients you would like to use from the list above, at least one from each category. Put your ingredients in the place where you'd like to do your magic under the light of the waxing moon. Imagine white light surrounding you in protection while you're doing the spell. When you're ready, take each ingredient, saving the moonstone for last, and add it to the water saying each time, either Maiden Moon, enchant this stone, for childlike youth to be my own, or Hunter Moon, enchant this stone, for childlike youth to be my own. Once it's all mixed together, shake the jar invoking Diana or Thoth in whatever way you like and finish by saying, so mote it be, smib. (laughs) (laughs) Now you have the moonstone charged by the maiden and the hunter, you can take it out of the jar and carry it with you for the youthful energy you just invoked. Anytime you feel it's losing the strength, you can just place it back in the jar, repeating the chant while shaking it, and then do this until you feel the energy has been recharged. That's such a beautiful spell. What was your inspiration? I think the inspiration is the need for childlike energy,
1: my connecting with my inner child. I think that really was what it was. Okay. And uh, how does the spell come together for you? Or, or how did this spell come together for you?
0: Yeah, it always comes together a little bit differently. And also similarly each time. It's always a slow start. But in this case, I would sort of liken it to creating a sentence. For example, the noun would be the moon as the subject matter that I'm focusing on. And the verb would be for the movement, which is waxing, that waxing energy of the moon. The intention would be the adjective rejuvenation and took all that together and thought okay moon waxing rejuvenation just looked for the correspondences that we've referred to and
1: looked for other ones from other places and put it together. That's beautiful I can't help but think of putting that sentence together and it would be as far as I can tell waxing moon rejuvenation and I can see that being a sailor moon attack (laughs) Oh
0: (laughs) okay well at this point I'm going to go ahead and share the tarot card of the day which I specifically chose this time it's the Queen of Wands. Ooh, She holds creativity as a living force and it's connected to creation and the universe. Her energy suggests you are strong enough to do whatever you want but also says to take the time to look ahead. She is outward growth and can bring things to fruition. She is a fiery energy and has the will of the Maiden Warrior, but also carries the nurturing of the Mother. I take this as a connection with the Maiden Moon, who is the Warrior and has a fiery spirit. We should see our potential and know that we can conquer whatever we put our minds to, but keep an awareness of our surroundings and influences, also keeping in mind to conquer things with kindness
1: resources we had books by scott cummingham witches of the goodly spellbook by coven oldenweald the magician's tables by alan richardson and that was who we pulled from so please join us next episode where we talk further
0: about the moon and well whatever else floats our boat <laughs> please rate us on
1: itunes spotify or wherever else you found us i'm tatiana saying goodbye for now And I'm Sylvia saying so long and thank you for writing with us. This has been Powered
0: Powered by by Magic. Magic.